Hello and welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Warners. And I'm cold. Uh, I'm Jared. Uh, we only record on days with snowstorms. And uh, uh, this is no exception as we watch some Champions League footy on TV on this Wednesday. And uh, and we dig ourselves out of an, another snowstorm. Juan, how you doing? Uh, good, man. I mean, <laughs> you know... Uh, it's always customary for February for these, uh, for these, you know, for this month at least for Wednesdays to just be a total crapshoot. I remember last year that was kind of the uh, the mo on Wednesdays. Um, but um, you know, last last week we hosted uh, uh, Richard Fleming on the podcast, and, and you know, shout out to him for coming through in the snow. And you know, t- today we're, we're we're recording over the air uh, uh, through Discord. Um, and, and I canceled today on Jared on our, on our in live person, uh, you know, podcast meeting today. We're doing this through discord, as I said, but you know, and, and Richard could have easily done that. He didn't, you know? And so shout out to him for, uh, for, for doing the podcast that day. I know it was kind of, uh, you know, tough with the weather conditions, but he was there. He, uh, blessed us with his stories, uh, a, a, a lot of places he's been and, and I, uh, I uh, was thoroughly honored to have him. And, and again, Richard, if you're out there, thanks again for all you've done uh, for the for the uh, Rapids and the community here. And we really appreciate you having on, you being on the podcast. Absolutely. And uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, give it a listen. Tell people about it that might be interested in the Rapids because it was a, a great storytelling session from Richard Fleming. And it was not Richard Fleming, the voice of the Rapids. Um, this is this is just Richard Fleming and, and a new iteration. And we're excited to see what he does next. Um, and and we're going to we're going to definitely keep a close eye on on his commentary via uh, social media, especially um, right now as as the MLS season rolls into form and we don't get to hear his voice um, on, on the broadcast. So um, it will be very different. And uh, we, we do, again, look forward to, to hearing what Richard has to say about the season, whether MLS or, uh, you know, just soccer in general. So, um, yes, absolutely huge thank you to him coming on last week. And it should go as – this should go without saying, but the the fact that neither Apple nor the Rapids had a plan for, for someone of his kind of uh, passion and someone for his kind of forethought into the world of soccer, the fact that neither of those two entities had a plan for him um, goes to show how much they both fumbled the bag because uh, – Richard, the uh, the personality, uh, as you know, as strong as he was, he was passionate about soccer and about the team and about the community here. So we need more of those people. Um, sorry to sorry to you know kind of see his time end kind of rocky with the club, but nonetheless, uh, we move on. We have uh, we're on the eve, kind of uh, the podcast before the season, officially before the first kick of the ball, the Colorado Rapids are playing a competitive match again in what seems like forever, Jared. Uh, they play this Sunday against uh, Seattle Sounders. Uh, the Sounders, of course, who lost in the Club World Cup, they've been a lot f- more prepared in their preseason. Their preseason was kind of early in, in December, right? All their training, all their camp stuff. Um, they, they're, they're back to being just uh, Seattle. So, Jared... Uh, let's let's just let's preview the game, then we'll get into the news. 
What are you thinking so far about uh, Seattle? Yeah, Seattle's going to be exciting. So uh, I I will be there uh, as well as yourself and and a number of Rapids fans. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of seafood. Uh, also looking forward to the 90 minutes between the white lines and to see what this new iteration of the Rapids team has to offer. Uh, believe we'll see a lot of new faces. Um, one new face that has entered the fold uh, is Marco Illich uh, as a as a goalkeeper. Um, Juan, what's your what's your read on Marco Illich, and do you think we might may see him in Seattle? Uh, so just kind of like, you know, go, going back to the deal with Pence, right? I said, I don't know why the team is, you know, I, I have no idea why the team is so focused on replacing Yarbrough with the international goalie. I, I would have preferred they went somewhere else, maybe in the USL for like a backup, but something tells me, and, and you said it before, you don't spend that much money on a backup, so... Um, my initial thought is, you know, when the season started and Yarbrough came in, Clint Irwin still had the, the first start of this, of the season. And then, and then Yarbrough took over. That kind of seems to be the MO for, uh, replacing people here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Illich will see his first game at, at home on, on the fourth. I think they roll out Yarby. Uh, just to see what he can do. Uh, you know, if they start Illich, that's another new face in in the squad. I mean, you know, like I, I guess we could just let's just start previewing the game now. You know, like and and this the rest of the season. Our, our season rests solely and, and you know being the one of the betting you know experts in the league. Uh, the the Rapids objectively their their biggest holes from last season. Uh, is the defense okay because I'm not worried necessarily about the forward production I think last season you saw a lot of the uh, oh this team can't finish and then uh, they to their credit they cleaned it up a bit but the the thing that killed us was uh, was just when we mentally turned off right when when we were going into the second into the second half right and we're going to the first minute of halftime and instead of just the team kind of collectively um, you know collectively doing the effort to, to, to keep a 0-0 or 1-0. They always conceded late. Uh, they've conceded goals that they really shouldn't have. And between Wilson and, and Abubakar, neither of those guys had a season where they can rest their head on. I mean, I mean, I remember Wilson had one hell of a game against LA Galaxy, and we never saw that again. And I and I ta- and I said on that podcast after after the Galaxy game, if we get this Wilson every game, there's no reason why the Rapids can't contend again, right? So my main thing is, you bring in Andres Maxo, who is uh, supposed to be this big um, upgrade in the defense, but he's coming from a side in Bronby who are seeing kind of the uh, uh, a bad run of form this season. Right? They've not had the best of seasons. He's kind of lost his spot there. He's kind of in the Austin trusty situation where he was ready to move on right, from Bronby. Now, if that's the case and Bronby became a defensive uh, nightmare because Maxo left, well, their defensive nightmare is our defensive dream. So if, if if he can come in and shore up the back line and just be a dominant defensive team, if he could just be a dominant MLS caliber starting like uh, best 11 defender, there's no reason why the forwards in Cabral, in Barrios, Rubio, and then hopefully we get to see some of Yappy, some of Galvan up there. There's no reason why those guys can't continue to cook unless, you know, 
um, unless they're just snake bitten. Uh, and, and we do have some snake bitten guys, but I'd rather have a snake bitten guy than a leaky defense. Uh, we just have to have one that uh, shores us up to, um, you know, keeping opponents at you know one point five, one point two five per game. And this game against Seattle on the road, probably no exception. I don't expect a shutout from the Rapids, but um, in order to win, I think we will have to score two or three goals. And um, you mentioned a couple of snake bitten players. Uh, we've got Kevin Cabral. He scored um, a goal here in the preseason, which is promising. Um, we pair him up next to uh, our returning top goal scorer in Rubio. And and then uh, a whole lot of guys with a lot to prove for the Rapids. So, um, you know, I, I think that you're, you're dead on. We have to shore up the defense, but we have to still find a way to, to keep the offense flowing. And we have to do that with quite a few new faces and um we mentioned you know marco Illich. not necessarily sure if we want to run him out in the first match the i think the problem comes in is it, what happens if we play yarbrough and he stands on his head um we only have Illich for a very short loan period i think it's five or six months to to summer here so um a short time to see him, but I do agree. Um, you know, we, we already are going to be dealing with quite a bit of shuffling um, of the lineup from what we ran out at the end of last year. Yeah, and like let's let, let's see because we're going to get a new left back. Estevez is out. Um, if they run a three back with with Rosenberry tucking or a four back with the left back Gerstbach, you know, coming you know back and forth. If they run that and they do kind of a a a, a what the sorry hello <laughs> yep i can hear you my bad my bad if they go through sort of uh a three at the back with gerspot going up and down being that kind of uh midfield help but being able to track back and then you just have maxo wilson rose i don't even know which of wilson or abubakar is gonna you know take that secondary spot if they're gonna roll all three in a three four three like there's no idea how this team looks, right? Because then you get into the debate. Oh, should uh, should Yappy get a start? Should you know? Because Rubio did really well underneath Zardes, and that's not to say that um, that I thought Zardes did well ahead of Rubio. But imagine if Yappy is was can can produce as much as as Kai Kamara did as kind of like a big body in the box. Uh, but kind of like an agile big body, if that makes sense, because Kai Kamara was never stout and like built like Zardes was. The issue with uh, Zardes was he just couldn't create chances for himself, right? But if you have an agile yappy that can get on the end of, of this thing, that's agile enough to create some moves for himself and comes out uh, looking like a like a good eighteen year old prospect. I don't see why you don't give him some minutes as well. You know, I I really want to see if he is that caliber of player. Uh, so, you know, I I'm not going to sit here and, and and tell and ask you to predict the starting eleven up uh, up for the game on Sunday. But uh, but what I will ask you, Jared, is do you feel like this team is prepared? Whether it is in a three four three three five two four three three whatever the whatever the fuck you want to put the team in, do you feel as though they're prepared to take on the upcoming season? Like, like, and, and prepared can mean anything to you, but from my situ- from my sight is they've given preseason minutes to who they've needed to give them into. I hope they've kind of bought and in, gotten some time to gel underneath Robin Frazier. But by and large, I think the Rapids are prepared for the season. Uh, 
uh, way more prepared than they were last last year with all the outgoings. Yeah, I thought this was a trick question because I'm not sure how prepared they may be because we haven't been able to watch the preseason scrimmages. Uh, will be nice. Uh, you know, we're thrilled with television coverage this year, right? Uh, having Apple being able to watch games home and away without the uh, benefit of VPN and um, and all that jazz. Uh, you know, I would have loved to have watched these preseason matches to see just how prepared they may be. But... Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I can't tell you that I feel extremely confident that this team uh, is going to roll into the season um, like gangbusters and be the best version of them, themselves from uh, position one to position 11. I don't think that's the case, and I hope that it's not. Because what I what I do think will happen with this team is um, they will play together. They will be battle tested. We will see different lineups run out, uh, different pairings, and um, I I don't think that we're going to see a consistency of this first eleven or or even the formation. Um, I, I think we're going to see a, a whole lot of different formations and pairings. So um, I hope that I hope that the team is ready for the upcoming challenges because the you know the points early matter. Um, this game against Seattle, though, I, I have to admit I'm a bit nervous just because I, I have no clue uh, what what the formation or or run out may look like. Players that I definitely think we will see are Kevin Cabral. Uh, I think that he will have a full run out. I think with Galvan healthy again, we find a way to to put him in the starting 11. And where we see him in the starting 11 will be probably very telling about where Robin sees him for the future plans. Um, you know, we've we've still got uh, a little bit of a core. I think we we will still see uh, Rosenberry, and I think we'll still see one of uh, Lewis and Barrios up top uh, to start the match. But um, are we prepared? I sure hope so. Um, I, I can't say with any certainty that we are, but um, if we can go to Seattle and get a result, that would certainly be a lift to this uh, new, newly found, newly formed uh, Rapids team. And uh, might be a win on the road would certainly be um, a, a bit of a badge of character for them. So the only the uh, so the main thing you're saying to me is that you you can't make you can't make the judgment based on the fact that they brought in their signings early, right? They got their business done. It's not like we're waiting on. It's not like we're gonna sign some guy like Zardis in April, right? Like the business has been done, right? Do you not feel as though we think? Uh, yeah, we think. I I, I said I, I said I think our last trade is an international slot. Uh, will or will involve an international slot, but you know incomings. I don't anticipate any more incomings unless they're already familiar with Robin Fraser style. So that's either someone in LA Galaxy or Toronto who he knows really well. Maybe even someone from RSL, but that t- hasn't really ever been a case since the uh, Beckerman trade. Um, but I personally think the business that they've done. And the fact that they went to Mexico and and trained at altitude and the fact that they did find some MLS competition because I've been going through the weeds of of a lot of MLS teams um, preseason and a lot of teams played very inferior opponents. And, And I think the Rapids did it as well when they played second division Mexican sides, but they also did it at altitude, you know, so... 
we we've we've always harped on them for never training their preseason games at altitude, and now that they have, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that players like Gerstbach and Moxo and and Ronan like get that feeling of like, oh, this is how every game is going to be. Maybe even slightly easier because I think uh, those cities are a bit higher elevation than us. But um, you know, I I think that sort of stuff matters a lot, and I think they are prepared. Uh, just because I haven't seen it, and I will see, it. we we will see it finally on on Sunday. It's like a, uh, it's like um, like uh, like you order a birthday cake, right? And, and and they're not sending you progress pics, right? You can't actually see the birthday cake, but they're letting you know, hey, uh, the order is in done now. All the ingredients have been, you know, it's not like we get the cake and then two 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 days later they're like, oh, and we forgot uh, to add to this, you know. Well, I. You know, I already had my cake and I ate it too, right? So we're, uh, I think we're in a good spot, personally speaking. But that's just the optimist in me, right? What, what are your, we're going to see what kind of cake we get on Sunday. Um, you know, and it, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be an interesting season. And, um, you know, each, each game, each lineup we get to see is another hint as to, what we may see the the final form of this team being. So I think that is very exciting. And um, again, really excited to to be going to Seattle and and checking out the the Rapids in person and, and seeing what kind of metal we have. Yeah. Uh, speaking of all of this, uh, kind of what the cake looks like, uh, Joseph Samuelson, I don't know if you read his tweet here, but he said every Rapids uh, player got got some preseason minutes, except for one guy in particular. Did you, did you see this tweet? Did you know who it was? I did not, and I, I don't even have a guess as to who it might be. So here here's the um, the following Colorado Rapids players played zero reported preseason minutes with the first team. Right? You got Marco Illich. That's fine, right? He just sure, signed. Just, just- uh, Abubakar Keita. Concerning with the injury. Don Tumature. Understandable youth. And Jonathan Lewis. Eesh. <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, I mean, that would definitely put uh, him probably not in the rotation. You, you wouldn't imagine a player that plays no minutes in preseason coming out uh, and starting a match uh, in, in a hostile territory like Seattle, but I uh, have to question whether or not he's healthy. Yes, that that is the thing, because if he is healthy, and if he is uh, a, a clean bill of health and he's not playing minutes, uh, you got to wonder, maybe a trade might be on the way, maybe one that includes an international roster spot. We'll see. Uh, that's just my hunch, but uh, I think the team is ready to give Cabral the, the, the Lewis minutes, and, and if Lewis is uh, not in the plans. They might be shopping him. That I mean, that's what it says to me. Or he's injured, right? Because what? Why else wouldn't you give him minutes in preseason? Right? It, that makes no sense. Uh, from 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 a fan side of things. Um, but besides that, let, let's uh let's maybe get into some predictions, Jared. Um, what do you know about the Seattle Sounders? Oh, I know that they're on TV a lot more than we are. So I've seen the Seattle Sounders a lot. Now, one name that uh, I hear is in question may not be cleared for the match. Uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz 
Um, yep. Is that one problem we may not have to face on Sunday? Uh, there's multiple problems we may not have to face here as the uh, Sounders. So the thing about the Sounders, as, as, as I was saying earlier, they uh, had their preseason a bit earlier, just their training, just to prepare for Club World Cup. Now, a lot of people were hoping that they'd go on a long Club World Cup run so that come this kind of come when they're back, you know, they're all tired. They they can kind of take the foot off the pedal of like, hey, we we made a deep run. We did what we could. Um but, you know, clubs that go into international competition during preseason rarely ever start off on wins. So you have that kind of fatigue um, for them. I don't know how much because it was kind of a couple weeks ago. I don't know if they're over that, um, but it's something to keep in mind. Um, beside that, though, Obed Vargas uh, is, is, is officially ruled out. And then Albert Rusnak rolled his ankle a little bit during training, and he's going to be assessed. Oh, <laughs> you then, hate to hear it. And then Raul, 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 that's funny. You got me. Raul Diaz is day to day, so you you did get that one. But uh, um, they 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 did not add much depth at all during the off season, right? Uh, they added Ebert uh, as their depth striker, but for the most part, they're running it back with the same lineup, right? Uh, now, that might work if you're the Sounders because they've built this tight core, but like it doesn't work uh, in theory long-term because injuries start to pile up, and right now, the injury bug, the injury like uh, advantage is, is going to Colorado because you know the, the two guys that we have on injury aren't starters in Abubakar Keita and Dantuma Torre. So we should be able to field close to a, you know, best 11. Last last season in the home opener against LAFC, we, we rotated, and, and I was kind of miserable to be in there seeing the lineup and realizing, oh, yeah, we're not really going to win this one. Uh, hopefully Seattle's the same way, but uh, that's my kind of progress report on Seattle for you. Uh, does that kind of give you a little bit more hope that maybe we're walking into something special? Maybe the stars can align for a Rapids win? What do you think? What's your score? Line I've already prediction? put my money on the money line. Now you, you sold me. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> no, you know, it's going to be a tough match going into Seattle. We don't know what we have. Um, you know, they, they kind of do know what they have in it. Like you said, they are uh, running back a lot of players that they had last season. I think it'll be a great match. And you know, that's all we can ask for. Uh, I certainly don't feel like we're coming in um, as a heavy underdog, despite the fact that I think Vegas may see it differently. But um, that's that's going to have to be the M.O. That's the M.O. of the 2021 season when we overperformed uh, every metric is is we are the underdogs and uh, we have a point to prove. Yeah, just to uh, fully kind of uh, cover C-38's asses here. Uh, um, and, I, and I'm kind of taking more notice of this. Nothing we say on the show is should be taken as financial advice. But if you were <laughs> if you were to go down that route. I think there is some value in, in in the Rapids to win that that game, and I and I think they are uh, they are going to be the side that's going to be. Uh, hopefully, they don't get you know in in their heads too much about it too. Hopefully, they just show up, kind of take that chip on their shoulder in the stadium, and I think they win in a low scoring fashion. I think one zero uh, could be what we're looking wow. at. I, I think uh, a one zero with uh, with Rubio goal 
And that kind of gives that kind of tells us two things if that comes to fruition. One, it tells us Rubio is uh, uh, official, no matter who is in front of him, no matter where he's at. Uh, I, you know, I think you had we we're gonna run into our predictions here, then some quick C thirty eight stuff, but. Uh, if we get a one nil Rubio win, it tells us one the Rapids can grind out wins away. Two Rubio still scoring, and three a clean sheet on the road means the team has um, has shored up their backline issues. Right? Uh, in in reality, we might be heading into a one one situation or a zero zero, but. Uh, I'd be shocked if the Rapids would roll over easily and Seattle. I'd be shocked if either team rolled over easily, but the one slight advantage for me would be uh, the Rapids just because the the Sounders are going to be thin uh, across the park. Jared, what are your thoughts? What's your prediction? Hey, uh, you know, it it wouldn't be the C38 podcast if we didn't see it completely differently. I think we're going to see goals on Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm hoping so. Uh, because I think we will struggle if it is a low, if it is a low scoring contest. I worry about the result. Um, I'll give you three one on Sunday. Rapids three uh, one. Yeah, three one Rapids. We are going to come in. We're going to establish a um, a tone for the team. I agree, Rubio on the score sheet. Let's also give Cabral a goal because man, he could use it for his confidence. Uh, the third can come from wherever you like. Heck, a center back would be terrific because we used to score center back goals from set pieces pretty often when uh, one Jack Price was taking set pieces. And um, that's one name that I'll be happy to see back on the team sheet on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I cannot wait to see this team again. Like, uh, I kind of fell out of love with this team after they went on the three-game road dry, uh, three-game road spell of Philly, Nashville, and... Uh, and and uh, I even forgot DC. Whatever that three game road trip is, I burned out pretty quickly then, and, and, and that was in August. So now we're in February, and I'm and I'm just stoked to be back into it. Um, let's see. Uh, we we have some season prediction stuff. You wanted to float some questions by me, some over unders. What do you got? Uh, you can, uh, you know. Bookmark this, clip it right now, and then and then shove it into our faces, Jared. What, what is uh, what what are we predicting here? What what are we guessing? What are we? Uh, I got some over unders for you. I got some over unders for you. So uh, one player that I know that uh, you can't get you can't talk enough about over Diego Rubio over now yeah <laughs> over Next. over he says Next. now Rubio had sixteen goals last year uh, and. What is our season record? What does he need to hit this year to to be our all-time uh, single-season leading goal scorer? Yes, so we were talking about this before the pod, and I didn't get a chance to explain it, but you know, I'll explain it now so that everyone can hear it too. Uh, the single-season goal record is 17 goals, but the club goal all-time leading goal scorer record, if he scores 18, he'll... 17, he ties Connor Casey. I'll have to double check, but 17, he ties Connor Casey. And then 18 goals, or 18 goals, he ties Connor Casey. 19, dude, I should have I should have researched this, but he, he's just a little, if he ties the record, the if he ties the Casey record and then uh, scores an additional two, he'll not only break the single season goal uh, scoring record, but he'll also score, he'll also be the top uh, goal scorer for the club. And that would be pretty all right in our book. So since you're so high on Rubio, let me give you a tough over under over under 19 and a half. Do you think he could score 20 oh this year? Oh, my God. 
across all competitions or, or uh, all competitions? Or, okay, the the full year. Because I'll take the over on that. I, I think Rubio might be headed towards a uh, uh, a nice fifteen goal score. Uh, fifteen goals is 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 right where I got him um, for this season. Um, uh, it, it, and if you add in the Open Cup, if you add in Leagues Cup. Uh, those uh, he should get he should be able to find either three or two within those if the Rapids uh, wish to be competitive. Um, but you know, like I, I was saying on a podcast earlier, if you have an MVP caliber season out of Rubio, that's this, that's the window. Whenever he's hot, whenever he's uh, firing on all cylinders, the club the the club has got to make sure that uh, we don't waste another one of his seasons because you know. This said time and time again, everyone will say it. Twenty twenty two Rubio would have crushed on the twenty twenty one Rapids, right? And this season, twenty twenty two Rubio showed up, but the twenty twenty one Rapids did not. Now the hope is that they're all fucking in one cohesion, and if they're not, I think it's time to start looking at uh, ways to to move on. Hey, we're not moving on yet. We're not moving on yet. We I, have listen, a lot of we I, have a I, lot I, of miles left in those legs, and we need a no, lot of goals from him this year. But 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 I want him to be a club legend status, right? More than the next person. But the more they waste his 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 production without you know beefing up the rest of the team, it, it feels like you know the Jokic situation now where. Jokic finally has a team around him that can uh, that can that can play to his ability. If Rubio's there, it, it, he, first he has to prove it, right? He has to get another double-digit goal season, right? Whether it's underneath Yappy Cabral or or whoever you want to put uh, Calvin Harris, right? Uh, first he's got to go out there and do it again, uh, and then I want to see the the team really lock in and win for him. Speaking of the team, let's talk season results here. Um, in 2021, we amassed 61 points, which was terrific. Uh, my over/under for total points this season is at 50. I believe I knew uh, we were if we go achieve 50, according to last year's table, yep, 50. I, I, if we're over 50, we are looking at home playoff game. If we're under 50, we're in the playoffs. But uh, also not not having home field advantage, and any lower than say 37, 36, 37, we're out of the playoffs. Um, where where do you think we finish on points, and do you think we can? You know, I think fifty as an over under. Um, if we're if we're over fifty for me, that's a terrific season. Yeah, I think uh, 50 might be a bit too high. I'm going to go under on that. Uh, I think the Rapids are a fringe playoff team. Now, that's not to say that they're going to be basement team like they were kind of last season, but uh, I think uh, they're going to they're gonna be six games out of the uh, out of decision day still with a lot to fight for, right? Um, that That is where I kind of think they're going to be, and, and, and a lot can happen between now and then, especially with League's Cup, Open Cup. Um, at the end of the day, though, I think, you know, you're, you you got the depth of the squad. You, you look at the talent around the Western Conference. You look at other teams that may have solidified, uh, you know, uh, their defenses, other teams that may have upgraded their attacks. Uh, a lot of teams did some serious business in the offseason, right? Um. If you can capitalize on the games that uh, stylistically make sense, 
Um, and then those big blockbuster games like the ones against LAFC. Like, if we can get solid results against LAFC at home like we did last season, and you know, we're gonna get, we're gonna comfortably be in the playoffs, right? But I think we're gonna have to earn the playoffs this season. So I'm thinking under, and closely like I think 42 points more so than 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 that. Maybe 46, somewhere around there. So my my line is 44 over under 44 points. Okay, I'll take that, and I'll take an over, and that puts us in the playoffs, and I think that's right where we want to be. Now, as a team who aspires to be in the playoffs, we should also have some pretty good individual contributions. Um, I know that uh, last year, I, I'm not sure if it was completely in jest. You mentioned that uh, one Brian Galvan yes. might be a, a, a dark horse for uh, the player of the entire league. Who do you see? being the player of the year for the Rapids preseason. Pre uh preseason? For preseason or No, so looking oh, at before the season starts today. Yeah. Who who do you who is your player of the year when we get to say November? You know, I like I said like the goals coming from Rubio is nice, right? That production is nice, but what I want to see is this team close out teams. I want I want someone like a Jacob Glessness on this Rapids team, right? And if Maxo is our version of Jacob Glessness. It's if he single-handedly is responsible for shaping up our defense, he is the MVP in my opinion because he's a kind Oof, of guy that now I uh, I actually wanted to say Maxo, so that is uh that's interesting that we both rate him so highly that he we think he might single-handedly turn around the defense. He, um well, I'll yeah, go a different I'm, direction though. I'm I'm going to go with the easy choice. Um, of you know our our almost sure double digit goal scorer Diego <laughs> Rubio, Rubio yeah. uh, to repeat as as player of the year, um, but only because you took Maxo and I do think he is going to be a major force um, that that players are not going to enjoy playing against in MLS. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, the uh, the consensus around a lot of clubs was that they were shocked that the Rapids landed him. So a lot of clubs were in on him apparently, and uh, we we ended up with him. It's one of those crazy things where if he is class, if he's that guy, uh, I mean, the Rapids were fun to bet on last year because they were bad at offense and good on D and and good on offense, and and I look for those kinds of teams now. If Maxo kind of shores up the back line, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be hard pressed to really bet too much on the Rapids just because it's gonna be a lot more solid, and I hate solid teams. I want. Uh, I want the chaos. I need I need seven three goal score thrillers. I need I need the I need the score lines to be like NFL games, uh, Jared. That's 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 the kind of better I am. Uh, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. If it's the Rapids that are sure at the back, I will be thrilled. <laughs> no, I will. Be I too. will be I will thrilled be with that. Okay, and let's, uh, uh, you know, so since we both think this team is headed to the playoffs, we have exciting new players to talk about. Um, we've got exciting new storylines. This should be a fun year to be a part of C38. Um, and C38 season has already begun last weekend with our first TIFO painting. Um, Juan, were you a part of the TIFO painting? Um, have you seen the TIFO yet? Yeah, um, I won't spoil it because I know uh, I'm not supposed to. Uh, but uh, I've seen the TIFO. The TIFO is real nice. Um, it, 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 I know Julio. Shout out to Julio. Julio loves it. Uh, and, and, and I went and painted TIFO, but you know, the, the people that were there before we were, were, I was there for it most like 
30 to 40 minutes. Like, I, I really didn't do much. Uh, so shout out to the TFO crew. I, um, I, I was able to do the purple of the TFO. So there is some purple in the TFO, just, uh, just to hint at it. Uh, I'm a big fan of this, uh, and I'm a big fan uh, the fact that this TFO is going to become uh, with audio. So, uh, so, so some audio to kind of go along with the drop is going to be a, a, a an awesome sight to see. I'm uh, I'm really excited for it. Beside that, though, um, you know, C38 have the uh, we have our, our 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 kickoff party. We won't be there. Uh, I haven't been to a kickoff party in in, in years just because I like to go to the first game of the road season but uh, i'll be in seattle we'll be there uh we'll try to do some live content there for you maybe if we're up for it but um uh, celtic on market uh come through to the party there uh hang out with c38 members raffles tickets all that stuff like giveaways and whatnot they're gonna make it worth your time um and and it's gonna be a fun one absolutely and it'll be more fun than the season opener last year where uh, you know, a good time was had by all, but a rough result. Um, and yeah, so uh, also season tickets on sale right now. Also, uh, five and nine game ticket packages. Um, also, single game tickets on sale. Um, you're too late at this point to get your Apple membership, but Apple Plus Max premium uh subscriptions what do we call this is it's apple plus right uh, apple it's, plus it's apple, mls it's the app it's the mls season pass mls season pass and if if you did already get your season ticket you should have that in your inbox so keep yeah, an eye open for that take a look make sure that you've received that already yeah email sh- emails went out um yesterday and um volunteers the parking passes also went out. So if you did get one, you should have gotten an email as well. Check your emails, guys. And if you need to um, subscribe to the newsletter, go ahead and um, we'll, 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 we'll find a way for people to, to join it, whether it's through through the Twitter link or through a Facebook tweet. We'll, we'll make sure people know where to, where to go for that sort of stuff. And the last thing that we have to promote is going to be that opening day tailgate make sure that you get there um it's it's the price increased but the value is there guys get out there um you've got free food free beer prior to that first match and uh c38 membership is uh currently uh an unpaid uh membership one would you like to discuss possibly um, and we can also put up a poll for the podcast, but um, there's conversations around possibly a paid membership, which will come with uh, swag and in-stadium benefits that will easily pay off the cost. But, um, you know, I, I think at this point we're we're kind of feeling out whether or not that's something that folks would like to be a part of. Yeah, just, just to kind of uh, get it out there, we're going to have Dave Wegner join us next week, so he'll be able to kind of really kind of sell you on what the what the new kind of things that C38 have been working on um including a variety of things that I've been behind on so um so it's going to be it's going to be nice to have Dave kind of there to explain it but uh generally what we're mulling around right now in the leadership is um is is, is membership dues right and if 
And if it makes sense for us to pay like an additional kind of membership fee, a yearly fee that says I'm a C38 member, you get like a card, you get a uh, um, discounts in the stadium, discounts on merch, uh, you get a little swag bag and like a s- exclusive season ticket member scarf, it, like it, it, it's, it, it, you know, access to member events. We're, we're, we're really trying to make sure that what we offer for the membership is at a decent price. We don't want to be uh, completely uh, predatory and price gouge you guys from being a C38 member. And this, nothing's official. We're kind of, this is kind of the first time we're breaking the silence on it uh, because we know that our listener base is one that's very passionate and very into C38. So there's a poll now on our Spotify um, would you like to see a uh, membership fee for C38 uh, if it meant we get to do a lot more cool shit like, uh, you know, just kind of all, all the things that I mentioned, all the uh, all the extra benefits that may be coming that maybe come from a, you know, C38 membership standpoint. So let us know. Um, I don't know how you feel about the idea, Jared, but I, I quite like it. Uh, but I also understand that uh, if members don't like it, you know, it, it, there's it's not something we can force on, on on everyone. Yeah, and I think there, you know, there there has been a voice already that um, to be just. There won't be a cost to that. Um, you know, if you if you fancy yourself a member of C thirty eight, you can still be a part. Um, the the paid part you know how i feel about it is i'm always i'm always interested in a value proposition so you know with the with the swag coming along with the stadium benefits with potential for there's talk about maybe away ticket uh discounts or uh, an away ticket per season involved in that as well and before Um, there's gonna be a lot of ways where value is built in yeah before you get too far nothing we say here is 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 guaranteed so if you uh if you say oh the c38 podcast said i I could get all this stuff it's like nothing's confirmed just now just just to kind of like nothing we're not promising anything just yet but these are some of the things that we're kicking ideas about anyways procedure i'm sorry my bad yeah, and and let us know how you feel about those things because um, y- you also have a voice. You know, the listener has a voice in in C thirty eight and in how we how we move going forward. But there are some exciting things on the horizon. Absolutely, and um, those exciting things will be joining us next season or next week in the form of um, Dave Wegner, who's going to tell us all the exciting things that uh, going to tell us all the exciting things that are in store for C thirty eight and supporters for next season. Uh, he went on holding the highline and talked to um, to to uh, to Matt Paul, which is a really great uh, uh, podcast episode. Um, go check that out if you want the sneak peek. But tomorrow, he sh- uh, next week, he should be a lot more uh, kind of candid and, and open about what we're doing. Uh, so so stay tuned for that. We'll have Dave Wegner on next week. Uh, that's gonna be it from us. My name is uh, Warners. You can find me at Warners seven one five. Jared, where can they find you? You can find me at Jared underscore Geisler on Twitter, and you can find me at the tailgate. Uh, and it, it's shaping up to be a terrific season. So, guys, uh, just very excited to share this uh, this experience of the 2023 season with with all of C38. Exactly, and I'm I'm uh, I'm 
quite excited to 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 go through this season. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. You can find us at C thirty eight SG Centennial thirty eight on uh, on on Facebook at C thirty eight SG on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, make sure you don't drive too crazy in the snow. Uh, and we'll see ya when we see ya. You guys have a great one. Bye bye. And you hear Seattle sing. Oh.